Greetings, my peeps, and welcome to the All Things Basketball Podcast with your boy GD. In this episode, I'll continue my playoff preview. I'll be doing the West, all the teams involved. I'll also give you how they got there, my key matchups, keys to victory, and of course, my predictions. So, just sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Okay, guys, so I'm back, of course. This is your boy, GD, and I'm breaking down the playoffs right about now. I gave you my Eastern predictions and all that's I see taking place in regards to those series now. And I'm going to talk about the West. So let's get into it, guys. Let's not delay any further. So the West... I think the West is going to be pretty wild, wild, wild West. So let's start with the first series, and that is the number one seed, Denver Nuggets, taking on the number eight seed, the Minnesota Timberwolves. How Denver got here, they finished with the top record in the West, 53-29. and 29. They were 35-7 and seven at home. Which is pretty pretty solid there. Uh, second in the league in terms of home records are concerned, but they were 19 and 22 on the road. So your starters are Nikolai Jokic, uh, Jamal Murray, Michael Porter Jr., Aaron Gordon, and Catavius Caldwell Pope. Your bench. Bruce Brown, who's their Swiss Army knife over there, a man who can do a bit of everything. Also, you have Jeff Green, also Reggie Jackson, who you picked up via the buyout route, Ish Smith, and also DeAndre Jordan to spell Joker when he needs a, uh, a blow there. How Minnesota got here? They finished 42 and 40. They had a 22 and 19 record at home and 20 and 21 on the road. So eh, a bit middling there. They lost the first play-in game. They lost that to the Lakers. They took them to overtime actually, 108 to 102. But they did turn out beating the Oklahoma City Thunder who kind of pulled off the upset against the New Orleans Pelicans, uh, 120-95. So, uh, yeah, so that's how they got the 8th seed there. Their starters are Carl Anthony Towns. He's back. He's healthy now, guys. Then you have Anthony Edwards, a budding star in his own right. Uh Rudy Gobert, we heard the controversy about him missing that first game against the Lakers because of the, I don't even want to say punch it, but it was a shove of his teammate, Kyle Anderson. So he's back now. In fact, he played in the uh, game against OKC. Mike Connolly, your floor general there. And now they're starting, guys. Nikhil 
Alexander Walker. So uh, interesting switching the lineup for Minnesota. That's for sure for uh, Chris Finch over there. And then your bench, Kyle Anderson, who was actually the starter, but now he's coming off your bench now. Also, Torian Prince, uh, Jordan McLaughlin, and you also have Austin Rivers on your bench as well. So, keys to victory, Denver. Basically, you need healthy contributions from Jamal Murray. You know, uh, of course, he been playing all season long he's he looks like he's pretty much back for the most part guys so he he's been impressive Michael Porter Jr. also he you know he's had a myriad of injuries but he's looking fine as well and Joker he must dominate he must come out the gates guns blazing guys uh this is your two-time league MVP he has to I don't want to say silence the critics, but he he has to come out and really hoop, man. He really has to hoop here. So, um, so I'll be interested to see how he plays in this initial series. For Minnesota, I think it's pretty obvious. Carl Anthony Towns and Anthony Edwards, they must they have to play lights out. They have to play lights out in this series, guys, for for Minnesota to even have a chance and Rudy Gobert he's got a lot to prove guys after what he's gone through in these past few days there's people out here who's been and I believe I mentioned it in the last podcast episode that you know the crit you know his critics are piling on talking about the trade that was made you know trashing that so he has a great deal to prove here as well. So he must control the paint. He's got to control the paint. He's got to show flashes of that old, you know, uh, multiple-time defensive player of the year. He, he has to do that in order for them to have even a chance here. In your key matchups, I think Aaron Gordon versus Carl Anthony Towns. I think... Uh, Aaron Gordon, he's going to have to make him work. He's going to have to make him work, guys, because Towns is going to score. He'll score, but you're going to have to make him work on the defensive end, and I think Aaron Gordon is capable of doing that. So um, I'll be interested to see what happens there. Jamal Murray versus Mike Connolly. You have the, you know, Murray there, of course. I've mentioned this injury and so forth it seems like he's back but Mike Connolly you know the older sage veteran is going to have to you know keep him at bay will he be able to do that we'll see and of course the obvious is uh Jokic versus Gobert uh both guys man I think I think this matchup here will Sadly enough, but <laughs> honest enough, I think this will tell the tale in this series. If Joker struggles, Denver struggles in this series. If Gobert struggles, I think this is a quick series, guys. So, I think I'm leaning towards the latter. And 
in that regard. So I I fully expect Joker to have a I want to say a monster series, but I expect him to have a excellent showing in this first first round. So I'm picking Denver in five. I'm picking Denver in five, guys. Uh, you know, Minnesota. You know they they lit, missed a great chunk of the season without Carl Anthony Towns. So for them to even be in this position is pretty surprising. But I think the I think the ride stops here, guys, <laughs> and uh, I think Denver prevails in five. So. All right, so this takes us to the next series. This series, I think, is going to be very, very interesting, given the seeding of both teams. So, the number two seed, Memphis Grizzlies, going up against the seventh seed, the Los Angeles Lakers. How Memphis got here, they finished 51 and 31. They were 35 and 6 at home. Guys, this was the best record. In terms of home records, uh, the Memphis Grizzlies had it. No other team had it. The Memphis Grizzlies did, but they were 16 and 25 on the road, so that is cause for concern. So, your starters: Ja Moran, of course, uh, Jarrett Jackson Jr., uh, Desmond Bain, Dylan Brooks, and they're starting now Luke Kennard. So they're going with kind of a uh, multiple guard look here so but I think I think that may change in this series because on your bench is Xavier Tillman I think as the series goes forward I wouldn't be surprised if a change was made Taylor Jenkins makes a change and starts Tillman instead because they're going to need size in this series guys uh, Tyus Jones who's one of the more solid backup guards in this backup point guards in this league, John Concard and also David Roddy, the young man uh, coming off their bench. The, the huge thing in for the Grizzlies though, no Steven Adams. He won't be back guys uh, with his injury and, Brandon Clark, he tore up his knee, so he's done for the year as well. So I think those are huge, huge omissions for the Memphis Grizzlies. So how the Lakers got here, they finished 43 and 39, which I think is pretty miraculous given that they started like 2 and 10, guys. So for them to finish four games above 500, I think is pretty impressive they were 23 and 18 at home 20 and 21 on the road they won their playing game against minnesota guys uh they went to overtime with them and got the win there your starters lebron james he's back now uh anthony davis d'angelo russell who you got via the trade deadline Austin Reeves, who's really been showing up as of late uh, when you got uh, guys like LeBron James talking glowingly about this young man. I think that's uh, definitely something to definitely uh, admire as far as his skill set goes. And Jarrett Vanderbilt, who 
also came via the trade deadline. And he's been pretty good for this Laker team. On the bench there is Dennis Schroeder, who's really been playing well. Rui Hachimura, you forget about him, but um, he's a solid uh, guy who can play both forward positions. Malik Beasley can always light it up, that's for sure. Troy Brown Jr. Then you have a Mo Bamba there, and they just added Tristan Thompson also. So, keys to victory for the Grizzlies. They're going to need a strong series from Ja Morant and from Desmond Bain, guys. I think Ja Morant, after all he's been through, I think he has to have a strong series here. I think it's a must uh, to kind of silence the Boo Birds. And Desmond Bain, I think, definitely has to have a nice series as well. Jarrett Jackson Jr., I think he must win his matchup against Anthony Davis. Of course, that's leading into my key matchup, which is uh, Jared Jackson Jr. against Anthony Davis. Whoever gets the advantage in that matchup, I think their team wins the series. I think it's that it's that much of a key, guys. So, also, uh, can. Can Dylan Brooks, can he uh, shut down LeBron? I'm going to say no. He's been running his mouth as of late. Uh, it's a surprise to me. So, well, anyway. And the guy is so skilled, man. And now he's he's become this heel now. So it's just uh, the metamorphosis has been uh, pretty, pretty, pretty funny, to be honest with you. But... I want to take some time to give credit to Taylor Jenkins, man. You know, we talk about coaches of the year and so forth. Maybe maybe I hold off on that. But Taylor Jenkins deserves a lot of credit for where the Memphis Grizzlies are. I'll hold off because I'll leave that for my postseason awards. So, anyhow, for the Lakers... Uh, D'Angelo Russell, man, he has to have a good series here. He has to match... Ja Morant, I, again, I think Ja Morant is going to show up in this series. I think given all that he's gone through, I think he will show up. So, uh, D'Angelo Russell, he he has to match with him. And Anthony Davis, of course. He's got to be the alpha dog, guys. He's got to be the alpha in this series. Uh, I think... LeBron needs to defer to Anthony Davis in this one. You know, LeBron's LeBron. He'll get his. But I think deference needs to go to Anthony Davis, especially if you want to advance in the, these playoffs. And the L.A. bench, they they have, it's so important for them to have a good series here in order for the Lakers to advance. So, key matchups, I think. Said a few of them already. I think the Jarrett Jackson versus Anthony Davis, cr- crucial. And then Ja Moran versus D'Angelo Russell. I think both of those, way either one of those goals will determine the series. I expect LeBron to be LeBron. I don't think, um, I think the only guy with a chance of kind of keeping him at bay is Xavier Tillman. But, um, 
yeah, but I lean towards the other matchups. My prediction in this series, guys, this is probably the toughest prediction that I have to make, guys. Um, this is even tougher than the Nick one, which, oh, by the way, I picked him in six. Um, I think the Lakers steal this series. I think they steal this series and get the win here. Uh, something's cooking in L.A., man. Something's cooking, and I'll be interested to see, uh, you know, how they play, especially those first two games in Memphis, what they do in that, if, in that regard. If they're able to come out of Memphis even, I feel good about their chances. If they were to come out of the first four games even at 2-2, I really feel good about their chances then. So they have to get one in Memphis in order to win this series. Well, mathematically, they have to. So uh, it's going to be hard because, again, they they had the best record in the league in terms of home-wise. So, uh, but I'm going, I'm going to pick the upset here. I'm taking Lakers in seven. So, all right, guys. So that leads me to the three-six series. The three-C being the Sacramento Kings, and they're going against the number six seed the Golden State Warriors. How Sacramento got here, they finished 48 and 34. They were 23 and 18 at home, but they were 25 and 16 on the road, guys. Pretty, pretty good stuff there. Your starters, DeMontes Sabonis, De'Aaron Fox, Harrison Barnes, Kevin Herter, and the rookie Keegan Murray. On their bench, you have Malik Monk. Uh, Trey Lyles is there. Davion Mitchell, who's been a solid guard for them. And Alex Lynn. I forgot about Alex Lynn, guys. But he, he comes off their bench and he, you know, he gets in production. So, how Golden State got here, they finished 44 and 38. They were 33 and 8 at home, so pretty solid there. Atrocious on the road, guys. 11 and 30, guys. That, whew, man, that's not good. If they had finished 500 on the road, you know how much better they would be? But I digress. Anyway, so your starters, of course, are Steph, Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, Kevon Looney. And uh, also Dante DiVincenzo. But actually, that's going to change, guys. I think Andrew Wiggins, he's coming back now. He was away on personal leave. His father, Mitchell, um, very ill. So he saw to his father. And rightfully so, guys. Uh, Definitely got to commend him and send prayers up for his dad. That's for sure. So so I think that starting lineup will change. DiVincenzo will go back to the bench. And also on your bench is Jordan Poole. Gary Payton II. He's back there, guys. Uh, Jonathan Kaminga. 
you have a Moses Moody on the bench as well as Jermichael Green as well. So, so guys, your keys to victory for the Sacramento Kings. Fox and Herda is going to have to keep up with Stephen Clay, guys. I think De'Aaron Fox, he, he's been clutch as well, guys. So I... I don't see him being wide-eyed in this series. I think he'll go into this series fully engaged. Um, so so much so, that's my key matchup. Uh, De'Aaron Fox versus Steph Curry. So, so I think the way those two guys play against those, you know, ho perennial Hall of Famers, eventual Hall of Famers, uh, I think that's going to be critical. DeMontis Sabonis continuing his all-NBA play, how he's been able to be an all-around contributor. I think that's going to be important in this series. And the one key fit thing, guys, <clears throat> maybe I'll put that in my key matchup. I'll, I'll save that. Uh, Golden State, what will... Andrew Wiggins bring. He's been away from basketball for a while, guys. He's he's been sitting on the bench. He's come to the last couple of games, so and the crowd has been giving giving him nothing but love, guys. So I think Andrew Wiggins' play is going to be ultra important in this series. So um, and it's it's a mystery right now what he'll bring. So we'll see what happens there. Draymond is going to have to control Sabonis. I think he's going to have to keep him at bay if possible. Uh, I'm sure it won't just be Draymond there. I'm sure they'll throw Kaminga his way, possibly Kevon Looney as well. So, And Golden State's bench, guys. Golden State's bench has to outplay the Sacramento bench, which... I think they're capable of doing pretty easily, to be honest. So, um, key matchups, of course, I said De'Aaron Fox versus Steph, Keegan Murray versus Andrew Wiggins. I think, you know, on paper, you you see that and you'd be like, uh, are are you serious? But hear me out. Andrew Wiggins again. He's been he hasn't played in a while, guys. So, I think. The way he moves, the way he operates early on, um, I think it's going to play a role. And Keegan Murray is a rookie, yes, but he's he's been one rookie that has been had a major impact on winning. So I think that goes a real long way, guys, to step into this program here and to have the success you have. I think really bodes well for this young man, and I think gives him a boost of confidence. So I think this is a key matchup here. And then the other key matchup I was kind of alluding to, Mike Brown versus uh, Steve Kerr. These are the coaches. I, Mike Brown, who's, you know, everyone's pretty much on board that he will be coach of the year. I 100% agree. I think it's his award to lose. But you got to remember, guys, Mike Brown was in that Golden State system for about six years. Uh, he was there uh, from 2000 to 
2016, and then he ended up getting the Sacramento job in the offseason. So uh, you're talking about six years in that system. So he knows the ins and the outs as far as those guys go, and I think I think he'll be able to match X's and O's with Steve Kerr. I definitely think that. So who's a, a of those two coaches who's ever able to win the chess match here, I think their team wins the series. So with that said, prediction. Whew, man, this is it's tough. I think this is as tough as the Memphis uh, Lakers series. It's going to go seven games, guys. So buckle up. It's going to go seven games. Call me crazy, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say somehow, some way, Sacramento knocks out the defending world champions. Uh, a lot of people talking about their youth against the experience of the the Warriors. But the Warriors been horrible on the road, guys. They've been horrible. I, how, how can I say that they can go into Sacramento and get some wins? Of course, they're, experience-wise, they should be able to, but they haven't proven it all year. So... You know, I know the playoffs is a whole different animal, but yeah, I think this is going seven games. And would I be surprised if Gold State won this series? Absolutely not. Would I be disappointed if Sacramento lost this series? Absolutely not. But I think it goes seven games. I think it's that close, guys. So, uh, so we'll see what happens there. And then the last series I'll talk about is the uh, four and the five seed, the Phoenix Suns taking on the L.A. Clippers. How Phoenix got here, 45 and 37, guys. They were 28 and 13 on the road, 17 and 40, no, 24 away. Their starters, Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, they got via trade Chris Paul, DeAndre Ayton, and Josh uh, Okoji. He's been starting for them guys. So, and on your bench is Tory Craig, Cameron Payne, Landry Shamet, Terrence Ross, who they got via the buyout route, and Bismack Biombo. For the Clippers, they finished 44 and 38. 23 and 18 at home, 21 and 20 on the road. So that's that's uh definitely a feather in their cap. Their starters: Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, uh, and I have a question mark there. Uh, Russell Westbrook, Evika Zubat, and Eric Gordon. Eric Gordon's been starting for them guys, but they can miss. Tyron Lou, he can mix and match as far as his starters go. Uh, he's in Paul George's absence. They've been starting uh, Nicholas Batum, so he's their key contributor off the bench, as well as Norman Powell, Terrence Mann, Bones Highland, who they got via trade, 
uh, Mason Plumley got via trade as well, and Robert Covington. So, keys to victory for Phoenix. The big three has to play, guys. They have to play. And Kevin Durant, he has to be healthy. Uh, if he he were to somehow get nicked up, uh, it wouldn't bode well for Phoenix, that's for sure. Um, have to get production from their bench. Definitely have to get production from their bench because the Clippers will get production from theirs. I, I don't doubt that for one second. And for the Clippers, when we'll see... When will we see Paul George in this series? When will he return? That's the biggest question here. So uh, we'll see what happens there. And in the interim, Kawhi and, and Russell Westbrook has to have huge series. And they have to attack Phoenix's starting five and get them into foul trouble. Uh, the one Achilles heel for Phoenix, they're not, their bench isn't deep. It is indeed. So, if you were to dig into that bench, uh, I think that could play a huge role in this series. So, with that said, I think this is another series going seven. I think it's going seven, guys. Uh, uh, if if you get Paul George for at least four of these games, definitely it's going seven. You have to you have to have Paul George for four of these games. Otherwise, this is going to be a Phoenix sweep. So, uh, with that said, I think Phoenix does prevail here. I would be stunned if the Clippers were able to get the win. But, this again, this hinges on Paul George. So, I'm going to say Phoenix in seven. So. Alright guys, so I'm going to cut it off here. I'm going to add an additional episode where I do my NBA award predictions. And then also... WNBA, let's get into some draft talk there and talk about the draft and the implications coming out of that. So, all right, guys, so I'm done. Of course, you can find me, all things all things basketball with GD.com. Also, on YouTube, all things basketball GD. Of course, you find me on Apple Podcasts. You find me on Spotify, all over the place as far as platforms of podcasts are concerned. And on social media, you can find me there as well. All right, guys. So that's going to do it here. And once again, I thank you for listening. Much appreciated. And we'll talk soon. So, my peeps, if you like what you're listening to, you can go to my website, www.allthingsbasketballwithgd.com You can also email me at thatsportsdugd at gmail.com To support this podcast you can go to my PayPal and that email is thatsportsdugd at gmail.com Also on my anchor page I have a support button there that you can also use to help the podcast. I'm on all the major platforms like Anchor, Spreaker, Google Podcasts, Amazon, SoundCloud, YouTube, CastBox, Radio Public, Podchaser, just to name a few. And also you can find me on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Clubhouse, and fan base. So, 
Once again, I thank you for listening and supporting this podcast. And take care and be safe.